and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. I don't know what you were doing last uh, yesterday afternoon, uh, but some people were here in the church making these amazing floral arrangements to beautify the church for Easter, and uh, I'm sure you would want me on your behalf to thank them for this beautiful kaleidoscope of colours. And I thank them for that, particularly because I'm going to be talking about kaleidoscopes in a minute. I don't know if you got one when you were a child, a kaleidoscope. It was a kind of cardboard, metally tube thing, and you looked through it and you would turn it, and I don't know quite how it worked. It was maybe coloured crystals or something, and it would, it would, you would turn it and it would form into a pattern. 
and, and it would be all different colours, a kaleidoscope of colours. And then you would turn it again and it would all fall out of place and it would be a bit of a, a mess. And then you would turn it a bit more and, and look through the, the tube and there, there was another pattern, another kaleidoscope of colours. The Easter story is certainly that, a kaleidoscope of impressions, pictures, there's confusion and people in movement, running here, running there, meetings in the half-light, mistaken identities, conflicting stories, unexpected occurrences, people arriving, people departing, huddled groups, whispered voices, gardeners and soldiers and strange young men in white clothes, believers and doubters, a confused picture gradually forming into a consistent shape, just as you would expect after a bereavement. I remember being involved in organising the funerals of five of my close family. And even today, in, in our time, with all the communications and emails and faxes and mobile phones, it's still a mixed-up potpourri of knowing and half-knowing, and some people knowing exactly what's going to happen, and some people wondering what's going to happen next, and who knows what and when. Just as it was back then with Jesus and his friends. His friends coming to terms with their loss, as they say. People knowing a bit of the story, other people just numb with grief. The authorities giving one version, the intimate circle knowing the inside story. The French Impressionists brought to the world of art a whole new way of looking at things, introduced us to a new way of seeing. There was a, a kaleidoscope of blushes and tints and sh shapes, inviting us to, to see the way the painting becomes clear and vibrant out of the apparent chaos of colour and form. And the Easter event certainly presents us with a, a kaleidoscope of emotions, hope and despair, fear and joy. There are stories of beachside encounters, meetings behind closed doors, conversations on the road, different people, different places, the same Jesus, different responses, varied discoveries. When you read the accounts, you realise what a a kaleidoscope, the Easter story is. But it's also a microscope. A microscope that gave the church a way of looking afresh at everything about Jesus through the interpretative lens of the experience of Easter Day. The things he said... The teaching he gave, the actions he performed, suddenly required to be understood in a new way, with a new clarity, a new meaning. Remember how he fed the hungry? He is the bread of life. Remember, he gave a woman water. He gives living water, this risen one. He makes the blind to see. He is the light of the world. He heals the disturbed maniac. He has power over evil. He teaches with authority. And now we understand that he not only speaks the truth, he is the truth. 
he not only knows and shows us the way, he is the way. He not only speaks about offering abundant life, this risen Jesus is the resurrection and the life. Through this astonishing event of Easter Day, beyond telling or describing or understanding the thing they call the resurrection, now the disciples of Jesus have a a window, a way of reconsidering the past in the light of this amazing present reality that, that makes things clear with a startling clarity and truth. And everything about Jesus is re-examined and redefined in the light of what happened that day. The past becomes a different place. The events of the life of Jesus of Nazareth take on a whole new significance. What is his death now that he is alive? What did it mean? Not the end, as we thought, but the beginning of something. Not defeat, but victory. Not the bleakest, blackest Friday the world has ever known as we thought, but Good Friday, when the world was put right with God in a miracle beyond our telling or describing or explaining, but upon which our destiny depends. From birth to death, the story is reviewed in the light of new information, namely that Jesus of Nazareth is the risen Lord and a whole new possibility exists. So Easter Sunday is the microscope through which we discover who Jesus really was, what his life really meant, and what his death was all about. It changes everything about how we view him. Suddenly, it's a whole new ball game, And nothing could ever be the same again. And Easter is the telescope through which we gain access to the big picture. Now we see the cosmic significance of the life and death of Jesus of Nazareth. The eternal purpose of God to make things right, to bring us back and take us into a share of his glory. Through the Easter event, we access the future life of the church. And we see those scared rabbits huddled behind a locked door in the upper room, transformed by this miracle, this moment into the brave missionaries and martyrs who embrace the dust and blood of the amphitheatre. That Easter experience of the risen Lord changes the whole shape of everything, their life, their hope, their tomorrows. And it all comes back to that moment. Without it, without Easter, Paul says, there is nothing. You have nothing to preach, nothing to believe. We might as well all go home. Without it, there's none of the courage of the early church, hammered and hammered and hammered again by the persecution of emperors who feared this love they had for Christ that was more important to them than honouring the emperor. Without Easter morning, there are none of those demonstrations of faith, the good, charitable, world-transforming works of love, none of the fabulous soaring cathedrals, the glorious heart-stopping music, the beautiful art, the gentle deeds, the humble service, those beautiful people called Christians. These things, these graces, these achievements take their impulse from Easter Day with his church wherever 
And always there is the risen Lord to empower and forgive and inspire. None of that vision possible. None of that hope ever going to emerge from the dust and despair were it not for Easter Day. And the announcement that there is no sense looking for the living among the dead. He is not here. He is risen. See the place where they laid him. And the disciples can look up ahead at a future full of purpose and challenge and eternity full of hope. So there it is, Easter Day. Here it is, Easter Day. A kaleidoscope, a microscope, a telescope, or just the day our new life begins as followers of the risen Christ. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We're going to sit for a few moments. Some music will play. Oscar will play some music. And we can have our thoughts.